podcast start. A brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many loans? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler McAllister Hymans. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back. We are deep in it now, you guys. Yeah. We have I gone f- beyond the pale. I feel like this Home Alone <laughs> series is the first one that we've actually seen people, like, in writing, ask, they made how many of those? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like- Me! I, <laughs> I, I, like, I, and even before we started recording, I was like, this is the last one of these, right? <laughs> Justin's like, no, there's another one. <laughs> yeah. Which I can't even I feel fathom. like it's also the first series where people have been actively warning us, like, don't. Don't do it. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch anything <laughs> Don't go beyond two. that door. There's been a few people who've been like, hey, Three is all right. <laughs> Those people are wrong. Well, I feel I like mean, I feel comparison. like my prediction. <laughs> yeah, my Fine. prediction last week where I was like, "You guys are going to miss Home Alone Three <laughs> came true. Yeah, I think that's probably true. But uh, you know what? <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert! I think that this maybe is the most egregious sequel that we've ever. I was thinking about. that same thing. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, yes. Yeah. But uh, why don't we let the um, Audience decide for themselves. Play trailer. New on DVD and video, Home Alone, taking back the house. Here they come. You! Hello, Marv. Kevin's back. Kevin? Kevin! Kevin! In the biggest adventure of the year. Awesome. The house is bigger. <laughs> the gadgets are slicker. Door open. Kevin's in charge, and the bad guys haven't learned a thing. Hi, Mommy. It's like he's stalking me. Home Alone, taking back the house, today on DVD and video. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope I was able to find a trailer for this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I this... thought it would just be like a clip of the <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. Do you want to improvise one right now? <laughs> <laughs> we could. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> but this... they're rich now. No, yeah. I don't know, whatever. This... They were always rich. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but now they're not. And now she's, I don't know, whatever. This <laughs> Christmas on ABC Family, yeah, so the McAllisters are back. <laughs> Because I saw one that said "Wonderful World of Disney." Still. Oh I was god, like, was I don't think that's true. Well, no, one of the writers did some "Wonderful World of Disney." The writing duo did Muppets Wizard of Oz. Oof. I don't think that ABC Family existed uh, in two thousand two. So, no, it definitely did. It was pre Freeform, or it might have been the I Family Channel. Think, yeah, I just don't think it was called ABC Family, but um, yeah, it says it aired on ABC. November 3rd, 2002. The family you love is back, but they've been torn apart by a shitty dad. And Kevin's, also... Kevin's here. Buzz is here. Marv is here. <laughs> the dumbwaiter is here, but it's all different and all wrong. <laughs> Did Everything... you love some of the other kids? Well, guess what? They're fucking gone. <laughs> Everything that you love has a cynical new twist in Home Alone 4. Taking back the house, the repossession of your childhood dreams. <laughs> Tune in on Friday night at 7 p.m. for French Stewart's Home Alone 4. 
where French Thorne's playing Marv, but he's wearing Harry's hat yes, for some reason. The whole time I was like, wait, Harry, no, Because wait, he murdered Harry, clearly. Wait, no, Daniel Stern, Joe Pesci. I was so confused. Like, he looks more like Joe Pesci. But he's and he talks to be more Daniel like Joe Stern. Pesci. Like, it's so confusing. Watch Let's... Missy Pyle trapped in a horrible movie while she That's tries true. her and best. Last week, I said that that lady, bad lady, was a poor man's Missy Pyle. And yeah. now we have the real Missy Pyle. <laughs> actually, I still think she was better than that other lady. But, <laughs> she <know>. was! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Missy Pyle's actually one of the redeeming things no, about no, this I movie. No, no, I love her, yeah. Let's talk about the very start of this horrible TV film. <laughs> How it starts off with the opening. It's a Pepsi commercial. It starts off with the opening credits, and it says, Home Alone 4. And then it says, French Stewart. And then everyone else after him is with all these other people. So French Stewart gets top billing in this terrible movie. And then everyone else is just like, the movie stars Home Alone, uh, sorry, the Home Alone 4 stars French Stewart with a bunch of other random people. So I had to watch this again, uh, dear listener, on the <laughs> uh, on the train on my iPad. And I capture this moment as I'm standing on the platform of, <laughs> and we, we will post it. It is French Stewart top billing on a house that's not quite the house in the middle of fucking summer. And with- I thought it was funny how it was like, and introducing Mike Weinberg as Kevin in <laughs> yeah. quotes. So I was kind of like, I still didn't know that this was going to be like this whole thing Alternate where they assume their identities. Yeah. So insane. Like, I didn't realize it until he said, that's Marv or whatever. That's when I was like, finally like, oh God, is that what they're doing? Like the whole first 20 minutes, I was like, oh, they just have the same name. No, that's I mean, dumb. Yeah, they had yeah. the same names and it's dumb. But yeah, like as soon as that Kevin, there's a point where Kevin, who's a completely different child in 2002, where, like, things have been updated, like, 20 years have passed <laughs> at this point. And, but Kevin's still, like, a nine-year-old. He's younger than Macaulay Culkin was <laughs> yeah. in either of those movies. Right. I so like he- to think that this family is, like, trapped in some sort of time warp <laughs> where they're like, and so, time moves forward, but he's still a child. And so, also in this movie, we've seen this Kevin look at a video of last Christmas. So that we know it's, like, the Home at Alone least, yeah. Home Alone 1 was at least two Christmases ago, Right. And and so he is, but the the movie is proceeding as if everyone is the same. And Kevin is looking out the window and he sees French Stewart. He's a different actor. Everyone's a different actor. Everything's different. And he's like, Marv, I recognize you. Yeah. That's one of the burglars. I, and I was like, also, no. It's <laughs> also unclear whether Home Alone 2 ever happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think it did. But I feel like there's like... There's a slow horror to this movie yeah, where you're you like slowly realize what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. like, the first time when Kevin leaves to go to his dad's house, she's like, how many times am I going to lose this kid? And I thought maybe that was just like a joke, like, oh, haha, like a reference yeah. you know, to and the old movie. But then, no, she's really talking about it. Yeah, because even the, the kid says, like, can't you just leave me home alone? And then she's like, oh, well, we all know how that turns out or whatever. Yeah. Or he says, like, you've done it before. And she's like, don't remind me. Yeah, but I thought it was just like, oh, ha, exactly, ha, you know, exactly. like, ugh. And I like, also, Buzz is only, like, two years older than him in this right. movie. Buzz was definitely, like, 18 <laughs> yeah. years old in Home Alone 2. Something has gone wrong with this family. <laughs> That's right. And they contrive a bunch of ways for the parents to go, Kevin! Like oh, they do God. in the other movies. I hated it when they said that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God, why? So, and also, like, the, the Catherine O'Hara character being obviously a fashion designer is thrown out the window here. Because she's a realtor, I guess. She is? 
I didn't catch that. Whatever. Also, she's unable to maintain the love of her husband. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they're in a rut. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, hey, you know what she loved about these ha- these holiday loving films are about people coming together and forgiving their differences. Well, fuck that. This family can't hold it together. <laughs> yeah, they they were obviously together last Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas now. That's only twelve months. They've been separated eight months. He swears he didn't know the girlfriend before <laughs> they separated, and he's already like yeah, engaged so, to her. So, so the dad goes to like fuck a hot heiress, I guess, somebody like a socialite or something. Yeah, how was she even related? She wasn't even related to the royal family. No, they were like I think they're business. Okay, they said they si- were publicists. Let's let's stop. We're here. talking about the royal family. Let's all stop this right <laughs> here. There is a plot point of this movie where the royal family. We don't know which royal family. No, I'm assuming Genovia. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was on the Wonderful World of Disney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, are coming to spend the night at this woman's house for some reason? Well, she lives in like a mansion, so I guess they could No, be... she lives on a soundstage. She wow. lives in a smart house. <laughs> Certainly. But not smart house, unfortunately. The, the, the land of this house is so sparse that you can tell that they just had one stage and they just populated it with a bunch of random shit and it is so horrifying and awful <laughs> that it just feels so empty and like to the point where it almost arcs back around to it being like this woman has no soul <laughs> <laughs> this is the prequel to the house on haunted hill like, that's right this that's is right. the house what it was like yeah, in yeah. its heyday <laughs> yeah 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 the red room is his fucking bedroom with like yeah. a, a remote controlled chair it's like that's what you're excited about a chair Oh boy. Anyway, we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're very ahead. But like, yeah, he dad's gone. He's got a new girlfriend. The older brother and sister are mean to Kevin. The older brother is like weirdly mean to him in this movie. I don't know if it's it's not necessarily worse than Buzz. It's just kind of like dumber, like the real Buzz. But yeah, this, I don't even this know. movie falls prey to. So what's happening is that the daughter Megan, which I don't remember from the other movies. Yeah, she was the daughter. Okay, it was Sh- Megan, Linny, sure. and uh, somebody else. But they cut out kids. <laughs> they cut out two girls. Okay. He used to Typical. be uh, sure. out of five. Oh, and they cut out the Pete and Pete kid. Right. Yeah. Um, and so this movie relies on weird George Lucas iMovie transitions. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, is this made in Windows Movie Maker? Like, there was a zigzag <laughs> screen wipe. Yeah, it probably yeah. was. And so what happens is that the mom, it is two days before Christmas, she has to go show a house because she is a realtor. And they make the uh, uh, illusion that the dad's not there and the daughter has to go uh, be in a skating pageant. (laughs) She's wearing like a cutesy Santa outfit. And so so Kevin's left behind with Buzz and it's like, oh, Kevin and Buzz. Like, we've never seen this before. And then it just ends up being this weird... Major League style montage, yeah. but like the worst. Like Major League makes it look like that th- he's an auteur. Like David S. Ward is an auteur compared to the montage. Even Major League Two, David <laughs> S. Ward is an auteur yeah. compared to the montage of Buzz just trolling Kevin to do to like chores. Yeah, to do chores <laughs> and like smash his hand with a trash can lid or whatever. It's just like I don't on know, a the, super wide angle lens that's just ways, like disturbing. Yeah, the way that 
original Buzz tortured Kevin was always actually like really uh, sinisterly creative, you know, like a real like brothers older do. brother. Yeah, but yeah. this is just like dumb. Like, I don't know. This movie is awful, you guys. Awful. Awful. I, it's it's all shorthand. It's like an alien and a sea creature got together and they're like, let's write a human play. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah. Like what? Like what? What do they, what do they hate? Like trash. Let's write a trash scene. That's good, right? Humans don't like trash. <laughs> yeah, like that's if that is what it feels like. So then he's mad, and his mom finally comes home, and he's complaining about Buzz. And then they repeat like the dialogue from the fight with Macaulay Culkin and Catherine O'Hara, but like it's not effective. But they're just like, "Well, if you hate us so much, maybe you should just leave." You know? And he's like, "I wish you didn't exist," or whatever the stupid thing is. Yeah, he says, "I yeah. wish I was an only child." And she's like, "You go up to your room and you think about that." And then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to get in a cab and go to dad's house. <laughs> but don't forget that the way he pays for the cab is with a <laughs> piggy bank full of change so that when he leaves the car, he could say, keep the change. And then the cabbie goes. What? I don't even remember. Oh, he says, it's all it's change. All change. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would he say that? He doesn't yeah, need to and say then- anything. They go in and Keep he meets. Change, man. Well, I think he's met the girlfriend before, but they're introducing him to the house and the butler and the maid. And I'm like, "What the fuck is this, Annie?" And then he basically <laughs> looks at the camera and goes, "Like, I think I'm gonna like it here." And I was like, <laughs> I, "I like fire came out of my hands and I like flipped the table." <laughs> even though I was watching this movie in my car on Figueroa, but you know, this um um this kid actor. Uh, is just awful. Is the worst. I feel like they were like, hey, uh, which like one of the you crew members me- has a kid? <laughs> if you told me that this kid grew up to be Ted Cruz, I'd believe it. <laughs> There's a, I mean, I've got a story about this kid at some point. Oh, so, good. Yeah. He's just like, um, everything he does is fucking annoying. Yeah. He's not, he's not like cute. He's not cute at all. I, he's kind of cute. No. He's not a good actor. No, he's not. But, but he, he looks like my cousin. He so just does dumb he shit. Bias. <laughs> he's dumb he shit. He sucks. This kid sucks. <laughs> There's a scene that like made me want to punch this kid when he's like sitting in his bed and the maid oh is- Oh my fucking God. <laughs> the maid okay, is bringing- I wrote this down. <laughs> I wrote this shit down. She like so he wakes up to a fucking video oh. board and he's like, "What do you want? Like, what do you want to eat?" And he's like, "Anything you want." And he's like, "Anything." And then he gets French toast, and this woman's bringing him. It's like it's like on a fucking breakfast, breakfast in bed, breakfast in bed tray, and he's. It's like the director told me like, "Be excited for food," and then I that know. was it. And the kids just like dancing. He's like, "Ooh, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and, 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 you." I know, but you can get it by going. He's doing a shitty like like he's jitter like, dance. He's like shimmying around, like oh yeah, and then and then and then he pulls off the hood, and it's like oh fucking, and like the French toast looks super bland. Does yeah, not look good. Really bad. And then and then he's like uh, syrup time. <laughs> like it kind of looks like molasses or something. It looks <laughs> awful, and it, like it looks so fake, and it looks so much like. Like, this director was just like, hey, kid, be happy. And he was like, all right, like, that's what I can do. Yeah, and he does that, like, multiple times in the movie. He's, no, this kid cannot act. <laughs> it's real bad. Who and did it, direct this movie? Rod Daniel. Yeah. And it was the last thing he did. Oh, really? He did die shortly afterwards. Ooh, well, it was like, more than ten years after. Yeah. Yikes. He, he died in 2016. He directed a, a, a canine and a... The uh, Widowmaker? <laughs> No, not no. He directed no, uh, Beethoven. That was Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> I know, I'm just uh, no, no. Uh, he directed Beethoven's second. 
he also directed uh, Wait, Teen Wolf. Second is not the worst. He, he, he also directed Teen Wolf. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know. also makes sense. But yeah, he was you know on the older side when this came out. So. Okay. He didn't understand kids, I guess. <laughs> Or smart house. Oh, also, it's a smart house, okay? And it is so inferior to the smart house from the Disney Channel original movie Smart House that was Katie Seagal talking. And I was like, if this house doesn't talk like Katie Seagal, I'll have none of it. The house but, doesn't talk at all. No, they just talk to it. Oh, my God. So they have these fucking remotes where they can just go like, toilet flush, and it'll flush. Sure, I mean, open. they never say toilet flush, but they could have. And like, and... <laughs> This is, the thing that's annoying. This, is, this is the thing that's annoying about this movie because that is how lame smart houses are in 2018 with Alexa yeah. and Google Home Assistant. And like it actually would work at this point. <laughs> that's like, true. Like the technology of the smart house in this movie is somebody has their house wired in this way where they can, it'd be easily hackable. Hopefully, because they're disabled and they had no other choice. Like, <laughs> if you did that, like, there's no doorknobs don't, in this house. Don't no. wish that on somebody. Like, don't, <laughs> if we develop that technology, I hope it was to help people. Oh, Do you I understand see. what I'm saying? Okay. No, that's not how capitalism works at all. <laughs> oh, God. It was just really weird. Like, they just did all the dumbest things with the house. It was like, yeah, it was doors opening, closing. Like, and then the, TV the, turning the dad was it. like, curtains closed when they were about to, like, make out in the first. Okay, a so lot of sex. If you sex. if you loved the heartwarming themes of Home Alone Ugh. and Home Alone Two, be ready to have them all ripped apart as we have the same characters for no fucking reason torn apart by <laughs> Kevin's dad being a piece of shit. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. It's true, and it's like, and they don't even they don't they they try to make it this real story about like separation and loss, <sighs> and like the dad's just like, yeah, like I just wanted to fuck somebody else. There's no story here. There's no story. <laughs> like that is his reason. I actually almost agreed with the evil girlfriend when she was like, yeah, your parents are getting divorced, so's everybody's get over it. You know? I'm yeah. Like, well, in in like movie world, that's true. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like not for us personally, but like if you're a character in a movie, you should probably know that your parents are going to be divorced. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, I mean, it, it, anyway. And for a lot of people, it is true. Yes, yeah, we are not a, a people- statistically sound sample here. No, but, yeah, no, no. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's just uh, it is so cynical, and and it, it is taking it's strip mining the movies that we loved. Probably some of the most beloved movies that we've talked about in this podcast, and it is strip mining them for parts, and then taking the most cynical approach, and then executing that approach in a way that is inept and oh, yeah. terrible. It is the it is a perversion. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like these movies that have been poisoned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I feel I feel like okay, maybe I'm being naive, but I feel like like if they were making a new Home Alone movie today, there would be more care taken in like using these characters. Yeah, they would have Macaulay Culkin and they would DJ DAJ Marvel style. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they wouldn't I like this 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 uh this sequel is so like lazy and just like feels like an afterthought. They're just like, "Oh, no one's going to care if we just make them the same characters." And then put them in this dumb situation and have these super un- uninventful. What is the situation? Unintriguing traps. Disney, how did Disney get their hands on this? Or who made this? Uh, this is still Fox, yeah. Oh, but they just sold it, was just it for on TV ABC. Too. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what is happening? No, it's still Fox Television, yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, 
It's just uninspired. Everything in this movie is uninspired, and I feel like they took the laziest way of like, oh, whatever, let's just use the same characters and different people, and no one's going to care. Like, right. No, no, you know, it makes it seem, it makes it seem like, you know, actually, the poster does say Disney on it. I see that. Yeah. Because it says Wonderful World. It must have aired well, during the aired Wonderful it during World. during Wonderful World, World, which was on its last legs at that point. Yeah. No but way. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's just so lazy. And they just, it, it seems like it's made by people who give, didn't give two shits about the franchise. Yeah, I feel like somebody probably thought they were doing something good. and was like, we're going to explore, like... Divorced families, like, oh, the other movies only focused on the relationship with the mom. Let's show him, you know, yeah. bonding with his dad. Or, like, well, let's show where Harry and Marv came from. And they're, you know, I don't, you know. Like, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think, like, like the previous film, I think it starts with, like, what if the kid was in a super technological house with all sorts of gadgets? And the last movie was, like, what if, uh, wait, what did I say last week? I don't even remember now. It was like, what if the kid was, up, oh yeah, what if the kid was up against a bunch of super spy villains? Yeah. I feel like they started with that basic premise and then just like shat out a bunch of different stuff and said like, we'll call it the McAllisters again. Like, who cares? Ugh, what a mess. It'll also be a Christmas. So, speaking of Christmas, I have to ask. Okay. So there is, <laughs> in, exactly we were in the first movie, there is a version of a song that you hate. Oh, yeah. And it is uh, a version of White Christmas yes. that, that you do not enjoy. I do not. I have to ask you, that adaptation versus <laughs> the version of Jingle Bells that is in this movie, <laughs> what is the worst musical sin that is committed in these no, movies? No, it's clearly this Jingle Bells. <laughs> but like, what is like... Well, no, actually, I still think this Jingle Bells is better than the This Is My Town, like my car- <laughs> oh, yeah. cartoon boyfriend or yeah. whatever, the naked men. Um, but anyways, uh, who even sang? Is it, any, is it just like a studio musician? I have was, no idea. Or like someone's daughter. Uh, there is like, a sequel. So again, we get to montage of this movie this where they trip where so they horrible. trim a tree and it is it is rich heiress stepmom <laughs> it's so stupid. with Kevin's dad who's never been anything but loving and Kevin mutilating a tree. It's like the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Like yeah. I started like shivering watching this. Like you know, like and the song is like Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. <laughs> I gotta tell you, okay, yeah, that scene is so stupid. And they're like, that's another scene where the kid is just going like, oh, I'm a fucking kid. Crazy. They're and literally like, throwing yeah. garlands at the and tree. He, and, his, and his dad is like lifting him up and putting him in the tree and stuff. <laughs> that's so funny, dad. Uh, but I gotta say, okay, so there's two major musical moments in this movie. One is with Jingle Bells and one is with I Feel Good. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that the real sin here is that, at least to me, it was super stupid. That like, um, each of the, both of those sequences start off as like the music is playing like over the movie, like it's a montage. Right. And both sequences end with someone going like music off. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then it turns out like that it was playing in the house. Even though it never once is mixed into and, the... And although time is passing. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's never mixed into the movie where it sounds like it's playing in the house. It just fades out and you're like, the fuck? Like, that was not playing in the house. Also, they never changed the volume. She's like, turn that down. There's, like, music off. <laughs> Each time that happened, I was like, what the fuck? That song was playing in the house the whole time. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, when he was <laughs> dancing around uh, like in the mirror to I Feel Good, I was like, I swear to God, if this kid puts on aftershave, I'm going to like lose it. You know? <laughs> but he didn't, thankfully. So. So, so what happens here, and it's kind of like played out after this, is like after Buzz was a dick to him, like he's run over to his dad's. They buy his affection with like a drone and spice. His, his dad's girlfriend's house, basically, and she's rich as fuck, and she mm-hmm, has like a fucking mm-hmm. mansion and and whatever. And then so, but before that, Kevin has been missing his dad, missing the family, and he was watching like old videos of like the last Christmas, and yep. and his mom is really struggling, but she had to go to, to to make him not feel like he's lost something, and so we made the joke about him taking the cab. It was after his mom was mean to him, his brother was mean to him, he was like, fuck this, I'm going to dad's, and what his mom told him was basically that well sometimes when adults like you they get stuck in a rut like they get bored and whatever and so kevin ends up having a conversation with his dad (laughs) about about what's happening in his dad's life in this relationship and his dad's like yeah sometimes when you get married early you just you know like you still want to you want to keep having fun in life and it's like holy (laughs) fuck like, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't they start talking about inner child and all oh, this no. bullshit? Oh, and, and, no. And, and, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin's like, oh, yeah, I know what the inner child is. And it's like, what the fuck is this Disney movie fucking talking about And then here? the sports cars. Oh, and then uh, so, so oh, and, then, yeah. and then Kevin's sagacious, sagacious advice comes in. He's like, yeah, it's like it's like when guy like the the fucking most ridiculous <laughs> thing about this is the dad goes along with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like so uh-huh. so, Kev, so Kevin's Kevin's like, yeah, it's like it's like when when dads get sports cars, and the dad's like, yeah, it is kind of like that. It is like it is like when dads get sport cars. My name's He's Peter like, McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Peter McAllister. And remember how how those previous two movies were all based about how much I had a pure and essential love for my son? Well, no. Like, we don't have that anymore. But, like, I got bored because I married her too early. And, like, I still wanted to fuck around. And so now I'm, now I'm with this other woman who's awful. And, and also probably the same age. And the same age. He should have been like. I don't know what this voice is, but I'm going to keep telling you. He should have been like. It. Things weren't the same after our other two kids died. (laughs) (laughs) And my brother and his wife and their five kids. And my other brother and his wife and their three kids. God damn. So, So, yeah, and he's just, and Kevin's like, yeah, I get it. And he's like, yeah, like, sometimes you just want to have the fun in the sports car. And Kevin, like, tells this. Thing that's Doesn't he say to be deep. Yeah, but oh, then yeah. like yeah. No, he's, he's like you want to go on a road trip, but like sometimes it's just room for you, maybe one other person, but you can't bring anyone you love <laughs> in a in a Mazda Miata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his dad just stares off in the distance, like, and he's yeah. like, yeah, I shouldn't be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, and this is- so that is <laughs> what forty minutes in this movie, and there's still another. I was going to say, I made it to exactly the 40-minute mark before I looked and was like, how how much is left of this movie? (laughs) I was at 44 minutes. I'm done with this movie, you guys. I'm done with it. And (laughs) so what is happening is that uh, Kevin is at this mansion house. And there is the royal family is coming. And Marv has already stated that I'm not robbing anymore. He's already researched this entire family. He knows that the royal family is coming here. He's he does not realize that this person is a McAllister. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. 
because that's just well, the yeah. girlfriend. You would recognize the dad unless it was a completely different actor, but that's not <laughs> the, the dad. But that's, but that's not the reality of not, this he movie. He probably wouldn't recognize the dad. the dad. Yeah, they yeah. didn't meet the dad. Also, all white men look the same. <laughs> Especially when they have different faces. Yeah. Uh, so his thing is that we're going to kidnap a child. Also, yeah, it's Mar- it's Marvin, some stupid girl that he's dating or something. It's his, it's his Val or Vina, Vera, Vera, I think. Yeah, Vera. I don't know. they Vera. never, they barely, and, barely and, ever yeah, say her name. And she's, she's his wife. Okay, fine. And at the end of the movie, oh, that was great. At the end of the movie, they state that they met in prison. Yeah, right. Which is not um, <laughs> how prison works, <laughs> unless one of them is hiding something. Yeah. <laughs> Or if it's a stupid movie. Uh, sure. Yes. Uh huh. It's just a dumb movie. Maybe she was a guard or something. But yeah, they do. It's a Harley Quinn type of situation. <laughs> they do pay lip service to that Harry isn't there anymore, and he like yeah. always was getting them. They're like, you know, oh, are you still? Are you sure you can still do crimes without Harry? And he's like, no, Harry's the one that always got me in trouble. Or whatever. And then the whole thing is that they can get into this house because they've got a man on the inside. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And Kevin is scared of this butler, even though he's not really that old Prescott. and not really okay. that creepy so compared to the other creepy old people. Let's just break down very quickly what this movie thinks people like about the Home Alone movies uh, that they've decided to bring back. Yes. The name McAllister. Yes. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> Some sort of snooty authority figure, which is the aforementioned butler. Redheads. Tim Curry. Redheads. Marv. Dumbwaiters. Dumbwaiter. I could not <laughs> yeah, believe yeah. it was a good dumbwaiter. <laughs> but that being said, they set up the dumbwaiter better in That's this movie true. in a traditional, like, oh, we referenced the dumbwaiter earlier. Now we're going to use it. They did a better job with the dumbwaiter in this one than in the third one. I Okay. So getting – I'm going to – I'm going to – fucking spoil this movie but i think that the yeah. one nobody cares the <laughs> one interesting thing that this movie does is that the tim curry character is he is not the tim curry character he he's is the old man definitely the tim curry, the tim curry. <laughs> how dare you he is the snooty authority figure sure fine. for like they're like hey what's a good foil for this smart out kid yeah snooty authority he's guy a snooty authority figure but they make kevin act like he's the scary old man with the the shovel like, he screams when he sees him and stuff. It's like, well, what? Yeah, but there's no reason to ever but be no, afraid of him. No, no I know. So it's so stupid. <laughs> okay, so this No one this says, is, like, he's a murderer. No, I know. But this is, this is what I'm going to get to, though. So, like, so, so, again, like, this is, like, the only actual actor in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for real. I did recognize the dad from something, but he's been on a bunch of like TV shows. Like an episode shows. of The Shield? Yeah, he's been on a yeah. bunch of TV okay. shows, yeah. Um... Yeah, so so the, and then there's so there's this butler and there's there's a maid. What the movie does, which is kind of an effective reversal of other lore of these other movies, is that they they make the snooty guy seem like the bad guy, and then the nice old lady ends up being in a reversal of Home Alone two, being the bad person. Yeah, they've which never the, done which, like a twist, which they telegraph. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. It is not a twist at all if you're paying attention nope. to this movie in the slightest. But I will say it is a it is the only thing about this sequel that riffs on what came before it in a way that is innovative. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. 
it is it is a bad twist. I'm not even going to give the movie that. No, I, sure. I agree with you. Yeah, but but it is that's the only thing where it's like, oh, you have this expectation. Let's lean into that and then twist it. Yeah, and I think these the two like the old lady and the old man do like a decent job of being these two characters like she's really nice at yeah. first yeah and then she's scarier later and yeah then i was immediately scary, like then, it's her mom this is their mom yeah yeah. Mom. <laughs> yeah but when they're in the wine cellar or whatever and he's talking i'm like this is, this is a nice conversation i guess like i don't know yeah <laughs> so so the first time that that <laughs> french stewart and missy pile break into the fucking house oh my god because they they've already stated out what the fuck their plan is they're gonna they're just going to go case. They got a first case. The well, house. no, they're going to kidnap a fucking child. And they're like, well, let's just break into the house first. Well, because they got to case out the spot so they know where to grab the kid. Sure. That's what they said. That's what they say. <laughs> and then so they get in there and then Kevin recognizes Marv in the weirdest moment in this whole movie where it's like, you're not you. He's not he. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and then Kevin turns on the shower. He floods the entire house just like Marv wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, he literally floods the top floor of the house with like an Olympic sized swimming yeah. pool amount of water that comes out into the foyer and creates like a two foot high, which is like also that, why is your foyer like sunken down two feet and that it's able to retain this pool? Because, that, it, is, because it is a sound stage. That scene was giving me anxiety about all the uh, damage. <laughs> From the water and like having to clean. Oh yeah, because they cleaned it up clean so up. fast. I'm like, that would have taken like five weeks to clean. And, yeah. and the house would be fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but none of this and was actually shot in condemned. the house. There were some exteriors and everything else was a stage. Yeah, every room that you saw was the same room. They they did a really great job of making Chicago or South Africa look like Chicago. Oh my god. <laughs> Apparently that's where it was filmed. Yeah, yeah do you think this did a better job making South Africa Chicago than Tremors? No. Six did making South Africa Antarctica. Or <laughs> no. no, not Antarctica, the North Pole or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I, Tremors did a better job. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is better than at least, worse yeah, than at all least, Tremors. At least Tremors made a joke about global warming. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, man. Um, okay, so that happens. Then French Stewart is out of the house. Yeah, because they just run away. And nobody believes Kevin, which is like typical. We it's not because we talked about how it was messed up, how no one believed Alex and that no one ever treated Kevin that way in the first two movies. And if this is Kevin and he did go through those past two ordeals, you would believe (laughs) everything this kid said. There's no way this kid has never lied. And he has (laughs) the whole point criminals. The whole point. The dad picked up the fucking gold tooth. Like, he knows. Yeah, yeah. He knows at this point. Yeah. But remember, this is like alternate universe McAllister's. No, the police. Yeah, no, they have like, selective no, memory now. Like, yeah, this is like the worst timeline McAllister's. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Actually, I choose to interpret it that way. It is, this is now a sci-fi franchise. Oh, there's lots of... We'll get to okay, yeah. even more So one sci-fi, sci-fi thing things. is that when Kevin still thinks Prescott is bad, he murders him by locking yeah. him in a meat locker. Yeah. And then he li- becomes cryogenically frozen into an ice sculpture somehow. And then they wheel him out into the party. He's like in the middle of a plate of hors d'oeuvres. Okay. And then cracks open. He like rolls out like, oh, hey, guys. I, like, I also love the scene where they imply that he was like masturbating instead of watching the cameras 
they, I thought he was pooping. Well, yeah, but he... They, no, they imply that he was fucking checking Well, it. he said he was in the bathroom, and then he said, like, oh, I was in the bathroom, uh, you know, while that was happening, and he was like, I was doing something. He, like, makes a weird face, like, why yeah. wouldn't you just say, like, I was going to the bathroom? Yeah, and later they reveal it's because he was taking a nap, and he doesn't want her right, to right. know. But, but like, the scene plays out, like, he was jerking off. I just thought he was taking a really long poop, to be that honest. That dude was jerking off. I got the same. I got See? Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> you were talking about all the weird sex stuff in this movie. Yeah. yeah there you there, go. Yeah. Oh, man, there really is. Yeah. So what were you going to say? There's multiple times where it fades out where, like, Kevin's dad's going to fuck. The worst <laughs> one is that he is talking about how him and his family... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, they're, they're, he's watching watch It's a, a Wonderful Life. Life. And it's like, like there was just a, a heartfelt scene where, where his mom has been like, I just, I just miss you. I just <laughs> To Kevin on the phone. Yeah. And they're both watching It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And then the dad's watching it in the other room, and he's like, oh, sit down and watch it with me. It's like a, it's a good Christmas family oh, tradition. And then, and then she's just like, why would I ever watch a movie twice? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I saw... But, but, then, but then she's That's not like... That's how this movie made but, me yeah, feel, no, too. But, yeah, but, but, then she's, <laughs> but, then, but then she's not like, it's a dumb movie. She's like, I saw it. It made me cry. Now I have to move on. Which is like, actually, like that's not an insane position. Yeah. Like, I still hate people that say that. But sure. But like... <laughs> but like if they wanted to make her like evil, evil, yeah, yeah. she'd have been like, "Oh, I don't give like that. That's that's just like sentimental bullshit. Like I don't yeah, give a fuck." Exactly. But she's like, "No, I've seen it and made me cry." Like, but yeah, like I'm moving on from yeah, it. The whole He's time like, "It's this... a tradition." Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, it's time to make some new traditions." Well, also, also <laughs> where we be... have sex every Christmas. Also, also <laughs> for, him be, for him to be like, "Yeah, it's a thing I used to do with my ex-wife." It's like, well, yeah, like she's not gonna want to do that. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> she's gonna do everything in her power to make him forget <laughs> about her. <laughs> Can't decide how it wants to treat this stepmom type figure. Right, right, There's right. Sometimes where she's decently reasonable, yeah, and then all of a sudden she becomes a complete caricature, and you're yeah. just like, what? Whatever. So like, yeah, she yeah. turns off the tube TV and then fucks him, and then it fades <laughs> to black. You sure it didn't star wipe to a new scene? <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually did pan wipe to it a form the shape of a condom, like. <laughs> <laughs> Form of a condom. We safe sexed our way into the next scene. <laughs> um. So yeah, at some point they keep leaving to try to pick up the royal family. At this the is the dumbest fucking plot point. <laughs> They're rich as fuck. Okay, so like her whole fucking thing is the like, oh we're gonna have the royal fucking family. It's gonna be the party of the season, whatever the fuck that means, because this party sucks and. <laughs> And <laughs> also, I'm sorry, but what is the like Chicago social scene where they're having the party of Nobody. the season? No, <laughs> no. But the royal so, like, family's not coming to Chicago. So, so like, okay, well, like, hey, Kevin, sorry, we're gonna have to leave you home alone, titular home alone, because we're gonna go pick up the royal family from the airport as we ride in the back of a limo. <laughs> not the limo that's gonna pick them up and bring them back to our party that we're hosting where there's all these other people and the dad yeah the dad's like I have to go make sure all the reporters are covering this huge event yeah he's, he's supposed to be a PR guy but okay you mentioned the titular home alone Kevin is not alone a single Ever. time in this entire movie. He's either with Buzz or he's with Prescott and the old lady. He is never alone. Never. Not a single never. time. And that's a, the reason why uh, you should just totally dismiss this movie and home, never watch it. Home, Prescott, and the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, so the, the, there's so much of this movie is based off of 
them having to go pick up the royal family, which doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes no sense. So, it's and so finally, dumb. they leave to get them for reals or whatever it is, and Marv and what's her face come back, and then you find out the old lady. There's in a on Christmas it. Eve like hors d'oeuvres party. Yeah. And then they go Chris and then so the whole thing, like the whole fucking movie, is Kevin's dad being like, Hey, I'd really like the kids to be involved. Christmas is important. Let's let's like have everybody be be here. And then like there's a point in the movie where like so Kevin just runs away there. Where the whole family comes over and she's – they're like, well, I just wanted to, to – Bring she, his clothes. She just lets him go over there for like three days. <laughs> yeah. And then, then she comes and checks in. Well, she – the when he calls and says she like, oh, Kev, reveal. Yeah. Kevin got here okay. She's like, wait, Kevin is oh, – oh, he got there. You're right. You're right. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Even though she so was panicking she, about so where he she's was. she's awful. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and so they show – so that whole thing is weird. We can get into that. Maybe we can double back to that. No. But – No doubling back. <laughs> So the whole point of this is that is the fucking dad cares about his kids, right? Ostensibly, mm-hmm. Christmas morning, they wake up, and he's like, "Hey, we got to go pick up the royal family." <laughs> Remember the last three times we failed? Well, we got to try one more time. And then Kevin's like, "But do you like why? Like, and then the dad just goes like generically. Sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do." And it's like, really? Like, do you? <laughs> yeah, but do you? Because <laughs> like, I don't think that you do. Like, I, <laughs> I think that everything that this movie has told me about your character, you'd be like, hey, honey, you guys go. I want to stay here with my kid. It's Christmas fucking day. Yeah, if he's not fucking but, driving that limo, why yeah, does he need to go? <laughs> but this movie is like, well, you know how you loved Home Alone 1? Let's tear down everything that was good about that. Because let's make this guy a irredeemable piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But while they're gone, Marv and What's-Her-Face come back. They get into the house due to his mom, Molly, the old lady. Um, Kevin has locked Prescott into the wine cellar because he still thinks he's evil. And then the old lady catches Kevin and throws him down there, too. So they're having like a heart-to-heart about how he hates his job. <laughs> and um, it's... Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> I think he sets up a total of two traps. Yeah. And then he... Prescott has a cell phone and he's like, oh, we're saved. I've got a cell phone. And Kevin takes the cell phone and says, oh, great. Let's use this. He calls Buzz two times. <laughs> who hangs up on him. He's like, ah, fuck you, Kevin. And he hangs up two times. And then he calls his mom. And then the phone dies. The battery dies. Which, like... You didn't call the police a yeah. single time, and, and at the end of the movie, he's like, Prescott's like, "All right, let's call the police." It's like, why no. didn't you think of that? The white cellar. No, fucking Prescott be like, "Hey, hey, I am Prescott. I am the butler at this house. We've been betrayed by the maid, and we have the royal family. Please get uh, Interpol and anybody yeah. else involved. <laughs> and uh, we're in the wine cellar, by the way. Okay, talk to you guys later. A rare treasure." Um. Yeah. So stupid. It's 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 bad. Like, although we know from previous Home Alone movies that like the police never believe it. <laughs> believe they anybody. would believe Prescott though. Yeah, maybe it's they Prescott's phone. 
the in the original two, they believe Kevin at the end. They just never they don't take the mom seriously. Well, at the you, end, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> no, Kevin is able to lie to them and so, like, like, like the, what we've learned from the previous two movies is that Kevin knows how to lie to the police to get them to believe him. Mm-hmm. So he would have. Oh yeah, because he would call and say, "Oh no, there's a thing happening. He Come over here in the first movie yeah. and the second movie." Yeah. So he would have if he is the same Kevin McAllister, which this movie is trying to make us fucking believe that he could trick the police a third time. Well, it's not even trick. It's he does need them to come, but he knows they're not going to believe him if he tells the truth. Right. Yeah. But so. that would require this kid to be either smart or charming, and he is neither. Yeah. I mean, he is smart enough to, like, edit audio with a computer. You know what happens in this movie? You know what happens in this <laughs> movie? This scene, is my, my, my favorite scene in this movie where, where the dad's like, hey, Kevin, like, why don't you open up? Why don't you open up a, uh, a present early, a day early? Because the plot demands it. <laughs> oh, the plot look. demands it twice. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at this! It's a spying audio recording device. Yeah, like, shit, oh, I wow. wonder how that's gonna come into this later. Talk spy, not yeah. talk boy. <laughs> and it comes in the biggest box ever. Um, and it's, a, it's like a headset and a recorder that comes in a box that's in the size of a fucking, like, I, I don't even, uh, like, a, like a lawn dart set. By the way, uh, why would you, like, why would the girlfriend and the dad buy that for Kevin? Because all they do is, like, bang in the house, and he has no one else to spy maybe on. Maybe they, they want to hear him fuck. <laughs> yeah. The one time his mom shows up, Don't you want your dad to be happy? Yeah, the one time his mom shows up, he doesn't see her at the door. He hears her through the, like, (laughs) spy audio thing. I love it, though. It's like, oh, Kevin, open this up, because we need it. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, yeah, then Kevin burns a bunch of CDs. (laughs) I love this scene where he's, like, at this computer, like, yeah, like, editing this audio together, and it's, like, French Stewart going, like, you're cool. And then another (laughs) audio clip of him going, grab the bag. And so he edits this going, like, you're a bag. <laughs> We're like, shut up! You're bad. You're a bag, yeah. and that and that and that's a payoff later in the movie. Oh, also, also off. because oh, because Missy Pyle also in this movie has to climb into a canvas bag <laughs> and get dropped out a window for no fucking reason. Yeah, that's so awful. Um, I that said, I know that you said there's not that many traps, but I did think that one positive thing is that these traps are at least mostly semi-realistic. Like, a kid could have done most but of But, like, these. is that what you want in this, these movies? No, but, like, the crazy things that the kid did in the third movie where he had, like, traps on traps on traps. Yeah, reset it. at least it was, was more too much. fun. This know. one, I feel like he hung a pot from the wall and it hit him twice. Like, okay, yeah. whatever. There was a grappling hook that hit French Stewart in the dick. I yeah. don't know why. I did kind of like French Stewart being crushed by the dumbwaiter just because that was so funny yeah. to me. I don't know why. Nah. I don't know. French Stewart was bad. He was. But you he could was, tell he was no, doing like a Daniel Stern He was doing both of them, though. He was doing, both, yeah. he was doing like a Pesci yeah. Stern just thing. One. And like, it was but, very strange. No, because they put him in the outfit of both of them. They gave him the hat. <sighs> yeah. This movie just like... I still, though, I like these two criminals better than the four, the, four the gang of four North Korean criminals. assassins. Yeah, that was worse. <laughs> I would true. rather have these two people than, than no, I agree. I agree. They, with they, that. Yeah, that's true. They I mean, Kyle's funny. They like they have, to, they have a chemistry. Yeah. They like, go back to kind of the idea, at least of Harry and Marvin that they're, they're, 
they're scary, but they're kind of dumb. And you know, like whereas those those other ones, just there was no th- thread through thread, like yeah, going yeah. through those characters. And I, I didn't. I mean, I you guys were talking about like how you, it was like quote unquote inventive that there was a twist that it was like the mom or something. Like that. No, no, but they, but they, but they, I, I didn't like that. Like they're like, oh, he's my son, and they don't like explain anything further, do anything interesting with that. It's just like a throwaway. Like I told you, he was a handful. I don't think I wasn't. I was talking about that. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't saying there was inventive that they that they did that. It was just more that that the previous movie is like, hey, friendly old person that you're kind of scared of, like actually ends up being nice. And in this movie, it's like, no, you can't trust that person. Yeah, this old person was nice, and then turned out to be so. It's the it's the only thing that it took from the other movies where it said, hey, you know this about these movies. Let's use that knowledge against the viewers in a way that defies expectations Mm -hmm. yeah like remember how we said in home alone 2 there was like two old people like the toy guy and the pigeon lady what if the toy guy had been like evil in on that you would have been like what okay but he was a ghost it does it it does it in the clumsiest dumb shit way yeah where it is not successful at all i didn't like it didn't like it yeah, I don't like anything talk about in this the movie. Final scene of this movie because it is, oh my gosh! By so the the villains are foiled, and Natalie comes back in the limo with the royal family. Mom and the two other kids have arrived because they just had a bad feeling that Kevin was in trouble, and Dad has taken a cab all the way back, which separately. we did not see. Yeah, he just like so, he just somehow got out of the car and summoned yeah. a cab. And so everyone's outside. The I guess the police have taken away the criminals at this point. The butler is there. He quits his job or whatever. And then the dad, in front of everybody and without discussing it with the mom first, decides to publicly break up with this woman in front of everyone and tell her that she's just been a piece of ass this entire time in front of the royal family. And his entire and family. And his children. His children, his ex-wife. And then, like, after making this pronouncement, he turns to the ex-wife. He's like, oh, is it okay if I come home? We're cool, right? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I love you. <laughs> and, then they and, like, and, and then Kevin's like, hey, royal family, you want to come to our house? And they're like, ooh, delectable. Yeah. <laughs> and, then they, and then Natalie's like, wait, you're going with them? And I'm going to be all alone and she starts crying like a cartoon character. And Prescott quits too. It's like everyone leaves her alone. It's so weird. And then uh, at the very end of the movie, we learn that the, one of the reasons Kevin has been able to survive all these attacks is because he's actually a godlike being with powers over the forces of nature itself. <laughs> I missed that. Was that a post credits? No, what? He looks. No. On. He looks at the camera and says, snow on. Oh, and it snows <laughs> outside. It starts snowing outside. And I think they're playing it off like it just happened to be doing it at the same time. Or maybe it's a machine. The house has a snow machine. <laughs> snope like at Disneyland, you know? Like they have a, a, a celebratory moment where the snope comes. Oh, I forgot. I wanted to talk about another stupid thing with the smart house. There's that whole like rotating bar oh thing. Where, like, <laughs> apparently there's a bunch of commands for that bar, like, open sesame, which makes it open. Faster sesame. And then fast, yeah, faster sesame. Spin <laughs> sesame. sesame. Fuck me sesame. Maximum sesame. <laughs> and then, then he's like, fuck me sesame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
goes, he goes, he's like, maximum speed, says me. me. I know. <laughs> I was like, you're telling me that this program has all these different words with sesame after them? Well, yeah, there's a sex <laughs> robot in there. <laughs> Why didn't everything have door open sesame after it? <laughs> Fuck me, sesame. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how he said it. <laughs> like, he looked like he was getting some real pleasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these criminals are spinning around faster than, like, I didn't even, like, it's like teacups times 80 maybe it's, so, it's like so fast and, 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 and it tries to get to like the looney tunes style of violence <laughs> yeah, they're but like in a centerfuge but there's <laughs> but there's zero passed out. but there is zero stunts in this movie and it, you can really tell like like the, the, when we're talking about like home alone home alone 2 like there's home alone fall and like there's stunt like there is professional amazing stunt people in those movies and they do fall during the like slippery water scene <sighs> But they fall like three no, times. No, there's like a as soon as the credits roll, it's like two whole panels of stunt people. <laughs> I, I know like six names to a screen. I know, but they're not. It's not. This production did not commit as much as yeah, the previous two movies. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stunts are cut away from, or they're like yes. shaky cameras. You yes. know what, though, uh, probably for budgetary reasons, but this movie had no animals. Mm, no animals. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. I, don't, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just know. know. I just thought about that right now. Um, no filthy animals in this one. Yeah. So the child star chugging is just. We got to get to it because it's bonkers. Do but. it. So the buzz is Gideon Jacobs. He was in Wet Hot American Summer. I guess. Oh, nice. I recognize him. Who is he? I don't know. Uh, he's a little kid. Like okay, his yeah. name is Gideon Jacobs. <laughs> no, I don't know, but um, he, he he acted for a little bit longer, but now he's like a really successful writer, photographer, copywriter, art guy. But he like writes, you know, kind of nonfiction, long form stuff for like BuzzFeed and New Yorker, you know, all these type sure. things. So yeah, good for him. Uh, Chelsea Russo, who played what sisters is Megan. Um, I I don't know. IMDb says that she's a talent agent, but I was not able to independently <laughs> confirm that fact, so I will not uh, put it right out there. Uh, the Crown Prince, uh, Craig Geldenhuis. <laughs> um, he was a just random South African boy. I'm pretty sure they just picked up off the street. Random South African Gideon boy. Jacobs, Gideon Jacobs in What Hot American Summer is the kid who's like, Always trying to make Molly Shannon's character like feel like she's important. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you looked really it's familiar. Like, it's like, all right, Gail, like you don't need <laughs> yeah, him. Exactly. That's awesome. You it's don't like a need huge him. Role. That's yeah. Like the, yeah. One of the biggest kid That's roles funny. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Aside um, from the beekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> so the 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 Crown Prince kid, he was a cricket academy coach, and now he is the general manager of the Swarthburg Game Breeders. So he like breeds like fancy animals for people to then come and kill. Did yeah? Huh? Did you guys think it was weird that like? How the- does that work? Are you like you're you're just like like yeah moose fuck that moose? No no like tigers <laughs> and rhinos. It's South Africa. He's in South Africa. Yeah so. rhino fuck that rhino. Like, I don't know. So. Did you guys think it was weird that like the royal family kid like? I felt like he kind of looked like Macaulay Culkin. He looked like he looked more like Macaulay Culkin, and it seemed like his in voice Richie was. It seemed like his voice was dubbed. <laughs> it probably was. probably because he had a South African <laughs> yeah. accent. Yeah, I was like, I thought it looked weird. It was yeah. very strange. Wait, so like, uh, 
If you if you read if you if you're breeding like fancy animals that way, like what do you do? Like you just like play alto sax and like no, <laughs> set I, the I mean, it's the same way they do like horses and stuff, right? What do you, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I think they like veterinary people like jerk off the males and then impregnate the females with so the sperm, So if he's right? running that, does that mean he's jerking off rhinos? Possibly. Maybe... Let's say yes. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> that guy jerks off of rhinos. rhinos. And then finally, Print it. Mike Weinberg, Kevin McAllister, in quotes, Kevin, um, he, uh, him and his brother were both in Life is a House before this, <laughs> right? Life is a House. Is that the movie that Hayden Christensen was in? I don't know. Oh, oh, no. Uh, It's called We Bought Us House. No, no, no. That's weird. Life is a house. Life is a house. No, I'm pretty sure it's a famous movie. Yeah. um, It's not famous. Life is like a box of houses. (laughs) It's a movie that Hayden Christensen was in after after Attack of the Clones. It is not famous. No, it was before. Before. Or no, no, wait. Sorry. Is it? We built a house. Know. <laughs> you know that famous saying, life yeah, is a house. I don't know. Who knows? What's, but they were both in it, and then they were both discovered, I guess. Life is a smart house. So after <laughs> this movie, he like didn't do much other, many other movies, and then he went to the University of Michigan and was like a music or music industry major. And now he jacks off Wolverines. <laughs> he might. Uh, he, he probably caused a huge stir. And I remember this, actually, because I could have reported on this for Halftime Magazine. But he was going to start, he was going to crowdfund this thing to get Grammy-winning artists to write a new pump-up song for the University of Michigan. And, like, everyone freaked out because, obviously, Michigan is known for, like, Hail to the victors or whatever, and everyone sure. was like, "You can't even do the song about Michigan." But he had like put together this like video and been like, "We're gonna come with a new pump up song," and he meant like Seven Nation Army or Hang On Sloopy. He meant like, he meant like another song. He was like the big house, <laughs> yeah, he in the middle of the street. <laughs> he didn't mean to replace <laughs> Hail to the Victors, but everybody went nuts, and like people started writing petitions against him, and like you know, like. So wait, you're saying that this movie is not his biggest regret, probably? Yeah, probably. Like, there's like there's like news articles that's like UM pump up song snafu, a lesson in misconception fueled social media. University of Michigan senior Mike Weinberg got an unexpected education about the power and speed of misconception fueled anger on social media earlier this year. Like he got totally dragged through the mud, totally disgraced for this, and it completely failed because nobody gave money Which, to it. Which because... weirdly now he composes music to pump up rhinos for fucking. Uh, <laughs> so after that, like it was weird though, like it was a student organization, but he was trying to make it a business. (laughs) He was calling himself the CEO. Like, it's really weird. He was calling himself the CEO of what? Of the hail campaign or whatever to make new songs for. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. it was going to be called hail and unite the Michigan anthem movement. Okay. (laughs) So he's, so that has this movements have CEOs. Yeah. Sure. They do. And, um, you know, the the quote at the end of this article, he says, even if my project doesn't end up raising its goal, I know that for my team and myself, this has been such an amazing experience. I could have never dreamt of learning. It's a success no matter what happens. It was not a success, I said in my Ron Howard voice. Okay? <laughs> yeah. but, um, it wasn't. But, you know, he went on and moved on and he became... 
uh, he owns his own light jockey company, a Los Angeles-based lighting effects company. Uh, and then he is Did basically... Did you just say light jockey? It's called the light jockey. Okay. Yeah. And then he yeah! also, <laughs> since May 2012 to present, Lights he has on, been... on, photon, yeah. proton. He's been the project developer and executive assistant to David <laughs> Banner, who I guess is a famous Bruce's, person. Bruce's I, thought, I was like, wait, Bruce Banner? Like, I thought that too. But I remember that in college on Hollywood Boulevard, somebody handed me a hip hop CD that was David Banner and I had it in my room for like was a couple of him? years. I never opened it. It might have been him. And Could've then I him. threw it away a couple years later. But um, so he's he does that. But then he also he's at CEA, CAA. And he was the assistant to Hunter Williams in Nashville, and now he is the assistant to Brian Manning in Nashville at CAA. Oh. So, yeah. He just, recovered from the shame of the Michigan scandal. Just so we don't confuse our audience in case they want to watch it, the movie is called Life as a House. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said! Not, not, not Life is a House. Wait, Hayden Christensen's in it, or right? Or we bought a house. <laughs> he is in it, yeah. Yeah, that's all I know about it. That there's kids in it and Hayden Christian. We were like, life is a house. <laughs> life as a house. I we don't know what's a, worse. We bought an animal house. We bought a zoo house. We, uh, we, we bought, bought a an animal house. So yeah, that's a child star check in, which I thought was really crazy that he had this horrible disgrace of social media university fight songs. I mean, it makes sense. Just look at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looks like a kid who doesn't understand. <laughs> The sanctity of Ann, Ar- <laughs> Ann Arbor songdom. <laughs> well, so this was a movie. How how many? This uh, is uh, French Stewart stars in a movie <laughs> with quotes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we have? Do you have a rating system for this on on the top of the old noodle there? How many sesames would you give this movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh boy. Uh, I would give this movie zero sesames. <laughs> I would not even say open sesame. I would leave it in the ground, not Close knowing, sesame. not knowing whatever the fuck a sesame is going to grow into. <clears throat> I, don't, I what did I say last time? Two. Oh, I hated that movie so much. I should have gone lower. Uh, I guess I'll just give this one one sesame. I'm going to go with Tyler and give zero <laughs> I know we could give zeros, but I'm giving it a zero. I'm going to do yeah. one just because, like I said again, I still hate those four bad people this, more than this, anything in this, this movie. This movie, unlike any other sequel that we've ever done, eviscerates everything that we yeah. like yeah. about yeah. the first one. And the second one takes it, cannibalizes it, does nothing interesting with it, and then shits out something that is so cynical and mean-spirited that has zero <laughs> redeeming qualities in a way that I am angry for having watched it and I am <laughs> angry that you had to listen to us talk about well, it. If like, you're going to recast, at least then keep the characters the same. Like, pr- I never thought I'd be like, oh, Problem Child 3 did a better job of recasting <laughs> but keeping them they consistent. Did? Yeah. Or even, what was it say, Omar Epps taking over for Wesley Snipes. Like, that, we complained about that, but that was better than this. Yeah. I mean, like, the shittiness of this movie boils down to the one thing. He is never home alone. Yes. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the people who made this movie 
didn't fucking understand those other movies. Yeah. He's it's a never home alone. He's yeah. never home alone. There's all these dumb characters. The traps are uninvented. Uh, uninvent- I can't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they're un- they're no, uninspired. These, these traps were not invented. Because they were not. <laughs> no. They're uninspired. There was one trap where I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Like when he hooks the... Think, he hooks the like yeah, elevator, the elevator to the motor. The I think I think there's I like, something huh? interesting in, in two where it's like okay, one of the things that's interesting that we, we can explore more in one is that this is a kid who's smarter than adults, and let's see him play off adults. Like it was it was an extrapolation of the scene where he's in the grocery store and talking to these and and with the Santa and, then you get and, the and everything else. Yeah, and it's like it's like okay, well like there's there's something about this kid being a smart aleck, and it's kind of the best and worst thing about sequels where it's like hey, here's the kernel of how we know this actor does in this role let's accentuate that and let extenuate that and have him be kind of a dick to adults because like adults are dumb he's smart let's make him do that and i think that's something that you and i for two latched onto way more Mm -hmm. and in this movie it takes kind of that departure from the sincerity of the first one and says well that's what everybody liked and kind of takes Every wrong message yeah. from every part of the movie and does not understand what made any of them work takes all of the proper nouns, none of the thematic things, takes a snarky style, throws it in a bag, and then drags along every detail about the movies that she liked through the mud and into a fiery pit. Well, and the sec- the third one did that same thing, but at least had the respect to change the names. Yeah. Right. Like, no, well, it, yeah. it wasn't trying to like trick you into thinking that it was yeah, the same fucking no. people. And also, I think another like amazing thing about at least the first two movies for sure is that like they're playing off of these ideas of like childhood fantasies where you're like what would you do if you were right. home alone? What would you do if you were lost in this huge city? I don't think any fucking child is having a fantasy. Is like, what am I going to do with my divorced dad and his mistress <laughs> on Christmas? Yeah, what? I, if, <laughs> I can't wait to see what, what that movie's what, about. <laughs> what if coming what if, next year to Netflix? Yeah. Like, oh, what if boy. my dad? What if my dad left my hot mom for a super hot chick and yeah. then they fucked for a little bit? But then he was like, that was a mistake. What if I had to cover my ears every time I had to go to bed because they were fucking in the other room? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's not a childhood fantasy that you want to live out in a movie. Like, like it's, it's like it's just like the yeah I don't know they should have just not. What if we lived in a giant house that had way too much space in every room? Like every room was a soundstage and it only had. It's the like they could have done something cool. Set dressing. Yeah, they could have done something cool with the smart house, but like the story they built around it is just like lazy and stupid. Like not, not up to the quality of. The also, franchise. this kidnapping that like the 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 movie plays itself so many times where it's like we're gonna kidnap this kid. Yeah, the royal family we, is a complete and, 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 and they're like, we know this kid's not gonna be there. We're going to be in the house anyway for no reason. <laughs> then the kid. Yeah, at first you're watching the movie and you're thinking like, oh, well, they're going to mistake Kevin for right. the yeah. kid. That never happens. Nope. <laughs> never no, once. No, it's, like, it's like if they have the inside <laughs> job, then like they just wouldn't. Like even Marv's not that stupid. Like they weren't that stupid in like, the first two movies. Imagine a movie. Imagine. Okay. Imagine it has the same setup. But in 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 this alternate universe, Home Alone Four, they succeed in kidnapping this kid and take him back to their hideout. And at, and when they get there, they they realize it's Kevin, right? And they're like, "Fuck, it's Kevin!" And he escapes, and then like sets up their hideout or whatever to be right. against them, and he tries to escape. What that would be so much cooler than this fucking movie? Yeah. Oh man, well, I don't know. Something like so, that would have been more interesting. The next one. I I've seen the cover, so <laughs> Home I know Alone what Five, the, hook is. the next one. There, it's not yeah. called Home Alone Five. It's called Home Alone, 
the holiday heist. Oh god. And and it exists. <laughs> and the the poster has a girl on it. <gasps> I still feel like Kavina? the girl Kavina, the yeah. girl is not going to be the main character. But I don't Oh know. god, I'm going to be so mad if that's true. <laughs> I am going to be furious. You sure it wasn't one of those like Netflix things where it was like oh, showing yeah, you the they're girl? They're purposely showing me one to like <laughs> yeah. appeal to me right. like, "Oh, oh. we're going to trick her and make her think there's a yeah. female She'll lead." only watch it if the girl's on the cover. Ew. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's it's gonna be a girl this time, but uh, they're still gonna be white and and upper class. It's funny. I I had kind of thought that, you know, we decided to do this for uh, like our Christmas sequels this year, and I kind of thought that like maybe along the way one of them wasn't really gonna be about Christmas, and I thought maybe it was gonna be this this last one. No, that it was we the last watched. one, the third one. Yeah, but it was still like Christmas time or it was winter. Yeah, it was still kind of like a Christmas movie. Um, but I thought like this one was called Taking Back the House. I was like, maybe it has nothing to do with Christmas. The, and, and, and this next did, one is definitely going to have Christmas. In but it. it just, it just, it just, there was no, nothing about bringing people together. And the movie thought that it did by this. The dad sucks so much. <laughs> yeah. Like his reckon, like you, you brought it up, but like his reconciliation is just being like, hey, sorry, you were just a piece of ass to me. Um, Hey, ex-wife. Sorry, that was dumb. You'll take me back, though, right? And she's like, yeah. It's like, let me humiliate you in front of all your employees let, and let your me, family, let me, friends, let me humiliate the royal family. Everybody here. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I can't. Ugh. Anyways, I'm sure that the next one will be like a girl. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that would be cool, actually. But so. I just don't know. Yeah, we'll find out uh, next week when we talk about. Uh, Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. Ooh, spooky. What are they stealing? Uh, until then, Ela is oh, where can people sorry. get in touch with us? I was like, are we ending this thing? Sure. Um, <laughs> We're I'm all so, so tired. We're so tired. <laughs> Who made us watch this movie? Yeah. Oh, ourselves. Oh, Whoops. Mm. Uh, so you should email us your suggestions for 2019. 2019, a brand new year. We have so many things we want to do. Uh, we we feel we we take pride in doing different types of genres: fantasy movies, action movies, rom coms. Like so, if there's anything that out there that, that you'd like us to see uh, or like us to talk about, we or want to torture us with. Honestly, at this yeah. point, right? yeah, it can't we be like worse it. Than this, but right? but like going we back like through it. it, like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there. We'd love to hear suggestions. Maybe there's a genre we haven't done yet. Yeah. Uh, let us know. So anyways, yeah. SequelRights at gmail.com is our email address. And then you can also find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SequelRights. And if you watch Home Alone 4, and if you did, I'm so sorry that you did. But you know <laughs> that the stars are put on the tree by Kevin. And uh, somebody hold, holds them up. And we'd like you to hold up Kevin five times. Give us five stars on the iTunes podcast list because it's the holidays and we're asking but don't don't be like the monster quote-unquote kevin and put the star on the fucking side of the tree <laughs> on the no. side no. on the top no. of the tree you dumbass also like i just finished my <laughs> final project for my statistics class i did a study on uh, a podcast i did a survey on podcast listeners and i found that actually um most of you aren't mentally ill. Social <laughs> social recommendations from people that you know statistically is more effective than just like the random iTunes thing. So mm -hmm. yes, we're trying to climb the iTunes algorithm like every podcast. But if you like us 
reach out to someone you know and say, hey, you should listen to Sequel Rights because I uh, heard this episode that made me think of you or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And statistically, that uh, checks out more than Apple, apparently. Reach out to your royal family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, before we go, I just got to say thanks to my brother for the Christmas version of our theme at the That top. jingle jangle. <laughs> it's been so much fun. We love it. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we see you guys. We love it. We love it. And we'll see you guys <laughs> next week for... Uh, Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. Podcast off Sesame. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way.